outsiders only. This is Sky Terror. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Outsiders Only, the Sky Terror podcast about the game Sky Terror by PvP Geeks. Today, we happen to have a very special guest joining us. It is the very first person to have booked their place in the World Series Championships. And today, we bring on Ashun. Hey, man, how's it going? Hi, everyone. Everything's fine. Hey, thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, as always, I have my wingman with me, uh, Christian Rem. How you doing, buddy? Hey, hey. Hi, everyone. I'm good, doing good. Why don't we just uh, kick things off and get right into the nitty gritty? And that is uh, you won the very first World Series qualifier last week. And um, it's very impressive, obviously. You're the first one to plant the flag into the ground and claim victory, <laughs> especially on a new map, which is, is very exciting stuff. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the deck that you're running, some of the highlights of it? <laughs> yeah, let's, let me start by saying that I'm very happy about winning because Zmeoz uh, was an audience, so it was, this was uh, my be- better, best chance, I'd say. <laughs> Is Mios your your enemy, your arch enemy? <laughs> no, no, he's my friend. He's the one who who made me like a skater, I'd say. I wasn't uh, very interested yeah. in skater when he first talked to me about it. But then he won me over. Nice. So what deck did you bring? So yeah, about the deck. I I brought six Nutrineers. But uh, it was a long process to figure out what I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. In the end, uh, six new ten- six new ten years is what I was at the happiest about. But uh, well, it's a bit complicated. <laughs> so I think, uh, from from my perspective, you're one of the big Nupton players out there. Uh, when when we played, when we first met, you were the first one I played against who ran a yellow-only deck. So can you talk a little bit um, about which heroes you you brought and what your deck did uh, for the World Series qualifiers? Uh, so in the process of building the deck, I was uh, was going in a very different direction compared to the Tulim deck I uh, used to play against you and uh, that I used to play into the that whole tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Because my mini hero in that deck, in the two-lane map deck, was Eclipse. But uh, I decided uh, very soon, uh, yeah, I decided very soon that Eclipse wasn't... Uh, I didn't like Eclipse on the one lane, basically. I tried a couple games, I was not impressed. So I changed completely the direction of the deck, I decided... Uh, that I still wanted this one hero at least to kill minions, to clear uh, the wave, especially turn one. And I was uh, debating which one was uh, the best for that job. As I said, the, the deck uh, went uh, through many iterations. The first iteration, I had Yami as uh, the main, uh, the main, uh, the core hero, the main uh, wave yeah. player, because with swiftness, or a tank reach, Yami can uh, kill uh, two minions turn one and then also play a lead, right? Which is a very strong uh, lane, pre- uh, lane presence. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was working, sort of. The problem was, well, uh, Yami <laughs> ends up uh, in the front of the enemy lineup, <laughs> which isn't ideal. Mm-hmm. 
it's surprisingly easy to bring her down despite their her, uh, 18 HP and one point of armor. Yeah, especially in the one lane map where everyone dies yeah. quickly. Also, uh, one problem with the Yami version of deck was that my defensive hero was Miyuki to go along with her. But the problem was that Miyuki, Yami and the third hero didn't do enough damage to make a full team, basically. And did you have like a particular strategy that you were going to use when you were playing in this tournament that you got to execute? Yes. The strategy was uh, the turn one, basically. So when I changed the army into Akuti, I then realized that, well, Akuti is very strong on the one lane. Everyone is clumped together. Everyone gets the plus one to armor. And uh, the Akuti ultimate is also going to be very good because everyone is going to get healed. Everyone, every enemy is going to get disarmed. So yeah. starting from that, I had Elaborat as the secondary career, let's say. I was. I think I, I always pick Aburat, second pick. And Aburat is also another hero that benefits greatly from the one lane because of the way of the rogue, the passive from his illusion. It's not very good on the two lane map because uh, not, any, not enough heroes are going to see that illusion to benefit from it. But everyone, all three are going to see it uh, on the one lane, so all three are going to benefit. Yeah, I think that's a big thing that we are seeing, seeing on the single lane, that the heroes which benefit from being from seeing an illusion or seeing Pillar have much higher value than on the dual lane map. So Haburat easily, easily gets the plus one attack or, or all the Nupton heroes get the, the, the bonuses. So we have Akuti and Haburat in, in your... Yes. In your preferred lineup. No accurate because she she's only a magician in the dual lane map. And who did you run in addition to Akuti and Habarat? The third hero was usually Setero because uh, he's a yeah. ranged hero. It also adds up some damage to help Habarat killing the enemies. And be, be, being a ranged hero, it benefits a lot from the way of the rogue, from Habarat's illusion. He can move mm -hmm. to one, hit a minion, and then uh, with that uh, minion kill, he can move for free into the dome and play a lead. That was uh, my turn one play. Ah, okay. Did you get to do it all the time? Yeah. And which uh, outsider did you bring? The Silent Ambassador, all games. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And that's the one you tried to get with moving Cethero into the dome, I suppose. Yes, yes. Exactly. Did you ever have to switch your turn one strategy, or were you always every match able to to execute the same plan? No, I switched often, especially when uh, I cannot pick a Sitaru. Hmm. So basically, what you said about the Sitaru and that whole line for turn one—that is your ideal play. But sometimes you had to pivot based on what your opponent did. Yes, indeed. So there are games where I can, just cannot pick Setero in the starting lineup because, uh, for example, against the red-green lineups, they run Akimo, they run Akla, a lot of yeah. frenzy cards, a lot of damage. So I'm going to bring Kenui instead. Yeah, because Setero with 14 HP and no armor won't see lots of play against uh, assassins. <laughs> yes, very easy to kill. But also because Kenui is very good against anything that wants to damage mirrors. Yeah, that's true. 
I watched a few games and and uh, looked through the history of of the World Series qualifier, and I saw a, quite a few different uh, hero lineups being played by people. Did you see any recurring uh, decks? Did you see uh, any decks often, more often uh, than others? Are there any standard decks you think for for the single lane? Map? I think I didn't find any other Nupten deck within my opens. Mm -hmm. I think I only played against red green and uh, full Leotan lineups. I think I saw a few like yellow red decks, but but no yellow onlys. Yeah, my friend uh, Tofone, he played. Uh, he ended up playing the first uh, Nupten deck I made with Yami. The one I said. Uh, Mm -hmm. Had Yami as the core, and they didn't do well. As as I said before, his Yami was often dead. Yeah, but you you think that um, the the blue decks were pretty common, or are maybe like like meta decks that people ran often? Uh, from what I saw, it was a very balanced between red green aggression and blue push strategies. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, though. I didn't see all the reports, but uh, these these two were definitely the most played decks, I think. And did you have a like very tough match? Like, which who was your what was your hardest match basically that you had to go up against during the tournament? The first round against uh, Tiger, I think. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the first round was absolutely the hardest game for me. I was uh, pretty sure I, I had lost at uh, one point. Tiger was playing green red. Yes. And so you had to deal with a lot of aggression, I suppose. Yes, but he also had the Trakali, which was uh, very annoying okay. to play against. So the situation at one point, I think it was like uh, round four or round five, he had two heroes, Trakali and Zakoal, against my, only my acuity, all alone. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, very <laughs> close to the power at that point. But uh, Zakoal and Trakali were both at FHP. And my acuity was still full HP, so I decided to play on. Let's see what happens. It was it was uh, still uh, early, not at least uh, 20 minutes until yeah. the end of the turn, right? So I managed to win one side, one outsider, deal some damage, decided uh, master, right? I predict to find uh, some damage, slow body zeros, mm -hmm. and then win uh, the Dark Vigilante, the outsider I had brought. And eventually I managed to kill both of zeros despite my Nexus being close to dying. Oh, cool. So Akuti managed to, to win the two versus one matchup. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was the hardest game for me. <laughs> also against Leotan, I think uh, it was against uh, the quarterfinals, I think. Top eight was against FL Dash. Yeah, that one, yes, that game. I think the semifinal was against Jams. And the quarterfinals yeah. against uh, FL Dash. Yes, he was playing a Lyotan push lineup, and he had uh, me on uh, the back foot from round two. I managed to mm -hmm. save my Nexus, uh, leaving, leaving it at 2 HP, and then I managed to push him away from there. But it was very hard at that. Cool. The finals and the semifinals, I think the, those matches were broadcasted. So if people are interested in watching the games with some great commentary you can jump on on the skytear youtube channel and re-watch them where 
people can see your glorious victory, <laughs> winning the whole thing. So um, next up, I would like since you're you're uh, I, I suppose Nopton is your favorite faction, right? Maybe I'm not sure actually. I also like Brumo uh, <laughs> and Green very much. I don't like Leotan. Yeah, okay, so mean. so for the purpose of this podcast, you you then have to lie a little bit and say yes, yes, definitely, <laughs> yellow is my favorite color, <laughs> because otherwise I've, <laughs> I have problems asking the next question. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but I wanted to ask you a little bit about Nupton in specific, like like what do you think? Are the, the the factions uh, strong points? What do they do better than than the other factions? The redirect is very it's very strong in the game, mm -hmm. and it's a plus one. So the other colors don't really have uh, such an easy access to an all-around uh, counter play. As for strength, I'd say mobility with swiftness and warp. Uh, some of the ultimates, mm -hmm. direct damage from so scream, especially natural incarnate too, is very versatile. No, no, it's it's okay. You wanted to talk about the the, the colors weaknesses, I think. Yes, yeah, yes, weakness instead they are very squishy sometimes. Let's say almost every time, unless everyone is standing near a cutie. Mm -hmm. And clearing minions isn't always easy. Well, not really clearing minions, mostly pushing damage into the tower. Mm -hmm. Even if I can kill minions, it's hard to get extra damage to the opposing tower if my opponent has a heroes standing with a lead card. Yeah, you can't you can't push your, your leads like with presence or something like that. Uh, do you have any synergetics uh, like like uh, if you take? Um, let's say Cethero, he always comes with another hero. Are there any any cards or heroes that you really like playing together? Maybe even from other colors? I like playing not so fast on Cethero as for mm -hmm. as a red card. So not so fast applies slow and, and is the cantrip card which draws you another card. Yes. Mm -hmm. The play is to worship turn one and uh, cast not so fast on the enemy hero still standing at the nexus. Accurate if mm -hmm. I can. And as for uh, hero combinations, I like Setaru with Shafati. Because otherwise I can I can play all the damage cards I want, but uh, only one mage is not enough to cost to cast all of them. If I don't want two mages, I'd rather bring out uh, Setaru and keep Shafati in because it's still useful. Even now, do you have any advice for anyone who's about to tackle Ashen Pass? Like, what would you you say as the the I guess the current reigning champion of the Ashen Pass map? What what would you tell people who are going to play it and to have success? Winning by destroying the Nexus is very hard, uh, even if you build your world deck around that. So you should probably be ready to attack enemy heroes and to be attacked in turn. Most games and uh, because uh, one of the players lost all or at least too many of his own heroes and they cannot uh, play anymore. Winning by destroying the Nexus is very mm. hard. With push cards, I mean. Yeah. You can still win by pushing the lane if the enemy is trying to kill your heroes very much, like a Kimo, Akla and so on. 
and you bring defensive virus like Inui, like Blibar, these can do it because they can stay alive and keep your enemy busy by absorbing attacks while the minions that are not, are not being attacked can push uh, the lane. But trying to play with Bewitch, uh, Chasm to push enemy mirrors away and the presence in Trimalis is very hard to get away from with that. Yeah, especially if you even if you build up a strong presence with your minions, if you, even if you have a lot of minions, a single dragon punch or something can ruin your day if you don't have answers to it. Yes. So your advice would be, even if you want to, to play controly or, or push E styles, don't forget that uh, the, the heroes are very, very important and you either need to protect them or have a, have a way to deal damage yourself to enemy heroes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like that's what we're hearing. You cannot just ignore the enemy damage and try to go your own way. It's not going to last uh, more than a couple of turns. <laughs> okay, and I think that wraps up all our questions. And uh, But of course, we cannot end an episode without doing our weekly segment. Christian, what is that? I think it's called the sinkhole. And this week, I actually got a sinkhole. And it's kind of different than what we normally do, because normally it's a lesson learned from a mistake. And this week, it's actually a lesson learned from not making a mistake. Ooh. And I was able to pull out the victory in my league match this week. And I did in a very strange fashion. Uh, we happened to have Tactician, Sky Terror Master, and Double Kill on the battlefield as our victory conditions. And I basically very early committed to the Double Kill idea. And as a result, I actually completely abandoned the lanes and allowed my opponent to basically push both lanes towards my Nexus simultaneously. But I was setting up a turn to basically get the double kill. And Ooh. it was scary because <laughs> I was literally seeing like, okay, when turn three hit, I was like, the game is over this this turn. There's no turn after this. Either my Nexus is done or, or it's actually more the tactician he was going to get or I get the double kill. And I managed to get both Astrida and... Akudi down to 2 and 1 HP going into turn 3 and I had it perfectly set up with Akimo having ultimate in hand and being already adjacent to Astrida and I was able to do something really cool which was I held my mind palace since turn 1 and then I was able to execute the marked Astrida do the frenzy and then I was able to go literally across the map because we were in the middle of the <laughs> dome above the Nexus mm. and I went over to the far side um, cover area and then when I got within um, one hex of being adjacent I then cast Mime Palace and then I did Dragon Punch so the cover was no longer relevant for me and I was able to then do attacks but the cool thing my opponent did was uh, he responded with uh, Akuti's ultimate which then disarmed me and healed HP oh for a cootie, which was really scary, but I was able to, to flip what I needed. But it was, the lesson I learned was that even though it got nervy at some point, I was so, I had to stay committed and not waver from the plan of just going aggro and attacking heroes, specifically two heroes. I kind of was whittling down a bunch, but I didn't kill any heroes up until this point. So I actually sacrificed card draw because I knew the way the game was going, I needed to get the double kill and to be patient. So my single moment was that 
you need to commit to a plan sometimes. And when things start going wrong, if you have faith in your plan and execution, you kind of just need to stick with it and see it through for better or for worse, I guess, because if I hadn't and I had wavered and tried to stop the push some way, I actually would have 100% lost. Yeah, always so. stay scheming. and Yes, <laughs> exactly. Not forget your plan. Very well done, Blake. Congratulations. Thank I you. Almost, it, was a, it was a touch and go. Nice, nice, yeah. And the guy who, who even deserves a little bit more congratulations from us is Ashun for, for making yes, it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's the first player making it to the World Series finals. Are you excited for for what's coming? Yeah, yeah, very much. Very excited. I imagine. I'm, I'm also going to play more tournaments anyway. Are you participating in the in the qualifiers as well? Yes, about a whole pack of tickets. And we play in as many as I can. Cool. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Hold the title. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't this be cool huh, if you won every single qualifier? Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Just uh, show them your dominance. So, yeah, easy. <laughs> So you can find all of us on the Discord. Uh, we have Christian under Rem. Yes. And we have Ashun under Ashun. That's A-S-H-U-N, if you didn't know that. And uh, you can find myself as Boulevard Paper Fight. That's B-L-V-D Paper Fight. And we love to hear your comments and questions. And uh, if you have something you want to talk about on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out as well and just send us a message through Discord. So um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. And Ashun, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure to be here. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. Until next week, everyone. See ya. Outsiders only. This is Sky Terror.